Hello and welcome. We are the Heathen Weirdos, and today we're going to have another coffee break. We're going with this one because I'm not doing another intro. All right. Today, we are going to talk about oaths and oathing. It seems to be something that comes up quite a lot, so why not cover it? My name is Theo. My pronouns are they, them. God damn it. No, I'm here. Guys. I just was waiting for the thing to say it was connected because it did a thing. I'm Kenna, my pronouns are she, her. And I'm Sif, my pronouns are also she, her. Alright. Now that we're all here. I feel like a lot of people that are just entering heathenry think that open oathing is like a super common practice. Like, oh, you're a heathen, you must oath. And it's like, D don't? Oh, like oathing is serious business. Um, back in the day, oathing was basically forming a legal contract of sorts. Like it was more commonly used for that. Um, you know, whereas today we have plenty of options for forming le legal contracts that don't involve pledging things to the gods and other people that have our um our self worth on the line. Um, self worth. It's not self-worth. It would be societal worth on the line. Yeah. Does that sound right? But anyways, long story short, spoilers. It's usually a bad idea to oath. Um, and if you do it, like, you know, it's valid to oath, but you really need to do it right. Um, oathing is not something you just do on a whim. It's something that you should, like, thoroughly think of for months before you do it. What do you guys think about that statement? A hundred percent. If someone asks you to oath to them, uh, it's, it, I would say it's a red flag. Yes. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Especially if someone demands you oath to them. I kind of like, I gave the gist of what an oath is, but I guess like a more in-depth thing is like, an oath is a promise you make that invokes divine witness. It's basically a promise that you will do this thing to gain value in the eyes of the gods or your peers. Um, it's usually made to a deity, but like you can make it to other people. Um, if you break the oath, um, you become worth less in the eyes of people around you and the gods. Like not worthless, like you having no value, just worth a little bit less or a lot of it less, depending on what the oath is. Um, it is something you can recover from through, like, over time. Just, like, it would be, like, making a promise to a friend um, and breaking that promise. Like, if you promised your friend that you were going to bring potato salad to the cookout and you didn't bring it, um, like, that's not as bad as, like, being, like, I promise that um, I will pick you up from the hospital after you've had this big procedure and take you home and make sure you're taken care of for a few days and like suddenly backing out of that promise, that's a much bigger deal. Like that's that's kind of I feel a good example of it. Um, what do you guys think of those? Yeah, it's yeah, I'd say yeah, just agreed. Hannah, are you live? No, I agree. Okay, okay, that's fine. And obviously, it's not exactly the same as like those two scenarios. I mean, it can be. I guess, like, I'm sure someone has made an oath like that. 
So oaths, it's definitely like it, it could be something like those two things I said, or it could be something way different. Like you could oath that you're going to make your bed every day or something like that. Um, I don't you shouldn't know. If, no, you shouldn't do that. Um, basically, okay. it's like, sorry. If we're saying you would do said thing, it okay. shouldn't be an oath. I wouldn't sign a piece of paper saying that I'm going to make my bed every morning. That would be silly. So I'm not yeah. going to oath it either. Yeah, I I personally can't think of anything that I would oath to. A more modern heathen aspect. I think I've heard of a few people oathing during marriage. Oh, sure. Instead of the uh, typical. But even then, it's a case of... You marriage vows, although they're supposed to be kind of binding, or well, the Christian yeah. aspect. Marriage There's... is yeah. a very modern type of oathing. Sure, but even then, marriage is a legal thing as well. That makes sense to me. No, that yeah. does make total sense. Um, but you also, if you're oathing in a marriage, then you're. N I would not do that. It, this, even like if someone. You know, obviously I'm engaged and I probably will, uh, I don't know, we'll see how we feel about oathing at the time. But my current thought process is I would not, on a kind of like honourable level, be able to break that oath, even if I was miserable. So, like, the thing about that is um, you can add an out or like five to your oaths i recommend yeah. going with something closer to the five um if you're going to oath yeah um so like if you were doing marriage vows be like i oath to um love you and be in this relationship with you and like strive to work together to build a future Un like until either death do us part or whatever end point you want to put <laughs> on it or that <laughs> or um death do us part or you know one of us doesn't want to be in the marriage anymore yeah words to that effect or we have a minor disagreement and <laughs> <laughs> and it all blows up yeah oh, Millie jumped on my shoulders and bit the hair tie out of my hair that's so charming. Wow. Not painfully. She was just like, Yank, I'm in like mine. My hair is very short right now. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, there's there's definitely um there are valid times to oath if um I guess technically depending on the person, any time is a valid time to oath. I'm not gonna tell you you can't oath to something i'm just gonna be like you probably shouldn't do that um but if you if you are to oath like um give yourself some outs like um let's see like like let's think of some oaths that i'm like eh, about um okay let's go with this um Thinking of someone who would oath to always have a beard. Um, let's say they oath to who's a beardy person that's a deity. Uh, how about... Oh. Sure, Thor. Let's do that one. Let's say they oath um, as a sign of devotion to Thor that they will always have a beard and stuff like that. And then 
they have a car accident or something and they wake up in the hospital and they had to be shaved for a procedure. See, that's a more logical conclusion of saying like intense like superhero radiation origin story and your beard falls off. <laughs> I was thinking you could do that too, but also like or what if you get cancer and you have to get chemotherapy and your hair falls out? Mm-hmm. Like that's break it. That is br- if you just oath, like I will always have a beard as a sign of devotion to Thor. I oath to always have a beard. That's breaking your oath. Yeah. Like, so if you were, go- I'm not saying don't oath to always have a beard, but be like, I oath to have a beard um, as a so sign as of physically able, physically or able, or um. I oath to have um, a beard as a symbol of loyalty or um, devotion to Thor uh, as long as I'm physically able to or as long as I am reasonably able to. Just so you can cover things like what if you end up having to like if you get in a crunch and you have to like join the army or if you ha- like have to get a job and the only one available is one that won't allow you to have a beard for whatever reason. Like sanitary purposes, let's say. Mm-hmm. Um, like Thor doesn't want you to be desolate to have a beard and devotion. Like that's the thing is like you could formulate it like okay, at the point at which I can't have a beard, Thor and I are gonna talk and we're gonna think of something else I can use. Also, please don't mistake what I'm saying. Um, for needing to oath to have something to be a sign of devotion to a deity. You don't need to oath for that. Devotional acts are totally valid if that is the thing you are going for. That was just something I thought of. Um, So it's like, you don't need to oath. Like, honestly, as a heathen, I don't think I'm ever going to oath. Probably not. There are very few things that I think are warranting of a spiritual contract in my practice, you know? Exactly. Like, I don't personally feel like there's anything I need to oath for. Honestly, this might be a hot take. This might be the hottest take I made. I think it is very easy for us as modern heathens to forget that oaths were their legal system. Yeah. You're not wrong. Like, it was really easy for us to go, I'm going to oath to, like, always do my skincare routine for Freya. I'm like, that's not a legal system. Just devote the no, act. Yeah, it's fine. Like, don't, and also don't, just don't because, like, what if you wake up in the morning or, uh, I don't know when you do your skincare routines, um, like, what, or what if you get home and, like, you desperately need to go to bed so you just rush through everything? Or you wake up in the morning, you've overslept, and you just need to rush through everything. Like, that's breaking your oath. Technically. And assuming that devoting your skincare routine has some kind of nuance to it. Yeah, I mean, like, the way I see oaths in general is a case of you don't want to be doing it for things that don't have inherent meaning. In my experience, when everyone, when any, yeah, whenever anyone's asked about doing an oath for a specific reason, I don't see the inherent reason behind making the oath and making it binding. Mm-hmm. It seems that a lot of people kind of use it like a promise. Sure. Mm-hmm. 
and it kind of and I guess in their mind they see it as all heathens do an oath to a god, so therefore I must. Obviously that's not the case. Two, don't do it for needless reasons. Three, word it very carefully without, as we've discussed. Just um, make a regular promise. You can still promise your friends you're going to show up to their barbecue without... You don't have to yeah. oath to them. Um, that has the impact. Like, just... Can Pinky swear still? Just Well, I was going to say, yeah, what if you oath to show up to their... To their party what if you oath to show up to their party and like um like your spouse or a child or a family member ends up in the hospital and you have to go instead or what if you get a flat tire on the way and um something goes wrong with that and you, it just takes too long and you miss the party like these are things that are out of your control we as modern humans are very understanding of context and situation but if you look at the sagas and look at where oaths have come up people have done wild shit yeah they have oh is that a segue maybe <laughs> it is now no here now. we go um anyways so i can't emphasize enough um oaths are not a quote-unquote beginner level heathenry thing they are not Give yourself at least one out for an oath if you're going to do it. Preferably give yourself like five to ten outs. So you don't like if you need to break it, you don't become an oath breaker. Let's see. Don't let someone force you to make an oath. Um an oath is a very personal thing. And like honestly, only you can decide when you're what if and when you're going to oath. If someone's like, you're gonna oath to me, or you're gonna like you have to, and you're like, mm, like don't do it. Someone's like, well, you have to leave. Don't run. Like, don't, yeah, run, run the fuck away. Especially if it involves blood. If it would weird you out that a human person demanded you make us to them like that very quickly, it could weird you out if any form of spiritual entity demands. That you do that. Anyone in a position of sexual power. Be your red flag, yeah. you should go. I was gonna say I currently have like nine deities in my hearth cult. Something like that. I don't know. I don't know what I do. But like I have not oath to any of them. At all. No plans to either. Um no. You don't have to. And if, if you feel a deity is asking you to oath to them, first off, I would question what if it was actually the deity you think it is. Second off, you can say no. And if for some reason you feel they're upset about that, then tell them you're not working with them. Like, I'm saying that I don't think I've ever heard a story about a deity actually demanding that. Mm. Top of my head says that there isn't. But I feel like there might be one example that I can't think of right now. Uh, I feel like you're right. Like I feel like I've heard something, but it I don't think it was from a Norse pantheon. No, maybe not. I mean Hmm. Question mark. Well, if anyone if anyone who's <laughs> listening has um heard of a story where a deity demanded an oath or someone felt like they did, uh write about it in the comments. I'd love to read about it. Um so yeah. 
um, some examples of oaths in the lore. Um, one that is very prominent to me um, is... Is it Osmond and Aaron? Yes. That sounds right. Yep. Um, two uh, lovely, lovely men who um, both to each other to spend the rest of their lives together and um, to share all their wealth and, um, you know, the, the kingdom that one of them was a king of because it was totally an oath. They were not married at all. Um, whatever. It's fine. Uh, but anyways, so their oath was that, but also um, that when one of them passed, the other would spend three days in the, is it a tomb? Do they call it a tomb in Norse, ancient Norse stuff? Tomb is a good word for it. Sure, it's yeah, like a... there's a load of words. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, it's, it's like a burial um... mound. But it's kind of set up like a tomb because, like, it's yeah, got it's stuff in it. Like, it's functional. Um, it's like a, an underground room where things are set up <laughs> that you put pyramid. dead things in. Except, yeah, it's it's like a pyramid, but with dirt. Um, <laughs> very eloquent. Um, but anyways, so... Um, they vowed that the one who passed away first, the other would spend three days in the burial mound with them. And um, in this like specific story, um, is it Aaron? Who passes away first? Oh, God. Anyways, it's fine. It's totally fine. Um, one of them passes away, and the other goes and spends three days, and basically the one who died becomes a drogger, which is basically um, the Norse idea of a zombie. And basically, in a nutshell, we'll, we'll have to do a coffee break or a cryptid corner about drogers. Um, yeah. And, like, so, but, like, the oath is important enough that the other person, even though the other has become a droger, um, the oath is important enough that the other person's like, ah, I have to do this still. Like... Mm. Whereas, like, I would be that bitch that's like, nah, this is not happening. I'm done. Like, my oath did not involve you becoming a flesh-eating bitch, okay? <laughs> that's my opinion. Fine, Millie, get in my lap. Sif, can you think of any other lore examples? Hmm, I have loads. When you think of making an oath, there's the common conception that Conception? Perception? That it's on a, a ring. But to be honest, in the law, we really only have a couple, a handful of uh, examples of oaths being made on rings. A good one would be in the uh, sayings of the High One, the Hovermal, is Odin is said to have made an oath on a ring. Odin will have sworn a sacred ring oath. How can his pledge be trusted? That's verse 110. We have a couple of examples in the poems of Helgi of oaths being made on ships, horses, and swords, swords being a very common one across the law. We also have in the third lay of Guthron, a oath being made on a sacred white stone. There's quite a lot of examples of oaths being turned into curses, so like being flipped on their, their heads. Quite a few examples in the law of oaths being made, but only I think two off the top of my head that are they're made on rings. Overall, if we look at the law, the most common things were ships and swords to swear oaths on. Swords being particularly common. 
Uh, we also have in the later medieval period the idea that if you swore on a weapon, uh, then if you go against that oath, then the weapon would come to life. And oh, exact oh, I love that. That's so it's kind of later period. Mm. Yeah, there's some debate about whether um, oaths were a heathen thing or whether they kind of like they were post. Oh, that sounds a bit confusing, but they're kind of more similarly like swearing on a Bible, for instance. Yeah, divine promises and promises with divine witness are fairly common across a lot of religions, if my brain is being accurate. It, it, fairly common is the wrong word. They are a thing that is present. They are not inherently commonly done. They are a concept that is present. Yeah. Actually, also just thinking about, like, well, I guess being sworn into office. I was thinking about the presidency. Um, I was listening to Ask a Mortician's latest video as of recording this is um, why JFK had a closed casket. Oh, yeah. And... It's talking about how, like, the president is sworn in and stuff like that, which, like, obviously there's a legal contract involved nowadays. Um, but, like, that's an oath. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. being sworn into office, like, you know, they're, they're oathing to do their best as to what they see fit for the presidency to run the, the U.S. Or, um, I don't know, there's actually, like, anything that has, like, a ceremony for, like, putting someone into a higher position, like, that's technically, like, some form of oathing ceremony. And it's a really good example of what an oath might have represented, because in the case of the president, or even the case of swearing an oath to tell the truth at a, a jury trial, there is that inherent connection to law there, which was kind of the point back in the day. No, that's true. Yeah, yeah like... That, that ties back into um the whole, it was really a legal, like, it was very heavily tied into the legal system. But it, that also tracks yeah. because, like, in Norse heathenry, um, or, like, the times when that was originating way back when, um, there wasn't, like, this separation of church and state that we kind of have going on in the U.S., for example, kind of. Kind of. Mm-hmm. Kind of. Um, kind of. But, like, it, the their religion and, like, the deities were very intertwined in their lives. Yes. So, like, it would have less separation. I don't know. That's, that's my story. Cool story. <laughs> but, yeah. Cool. Have we covered everything? We I feel have. Like I'm pretty sure. Um, so, to recap, oaths. They're definitely not a required heathen thing. They are not a beginner level heathen thing. They are quite serious. And um, you can do it. You probably shouldn't do it. If you're gonna do it, you should make sure you think about it for a long time and make sure you give yourself at least one way, if not like five to ten ways to absolve the oath without becoming an oath breaker. Otherwise you'll be Eaten by Needhog. Yep, that's definitely what'll happen. One hundred percent. I am being very sarcastic. No, 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 no. <laughs> the only Baker's other thing I can think to right here first. What is heathen hell? I won't ask questions. It's uh, in the belly of Needhog. Okay. Um, <laughs> but anyways, so um, 
Also, um, don't let anyone force you to make an oath because uh, that person who's trying to force you is sus and you should probably run the fuck away from them. Heal deer. Run! Heal deer. Think about what you do. What you're... I'm go off my face. <laughs> Anyways. Teal deer. You should probably think about what you're doing long and hard and um, also make sure consent is involved. Yay! Alright. I think that's everything. Cool. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining us today. Um, a reminder, we uh, do have a Discord. It is free. In general, like, we'd love to see you there. Please join. The link will be below. Also, we have I a promise I'm not weird. Sif, <laughs> <laughs> don't make that promise. Um, I will not make an oath on my lack of weirdness. <laughs> That's that's a good call. Love you, Sif. Um, but anyways, we also now have a Patreon. Yay! Woo. At much encouragement from followers, that followers, listeners, listeners, that we have, and we are excited. I don't know. Um, anyways, remember to weave the connection between the like, subscribe, and bell button, and to remember... Keep heathenry weird. We did it. Yeah.